with another episode of Shit's Weird Bro. Shit's Weird Bro. Yes. And today we're talking about the Black Dahlia. That bitch. Considered probably one of the most famous unsolved murders of all time. Yeah. That, At least in the United States. That and probably like the Zodiac Killer and stuff like that. This is mm-hmm. a singular murder though. So yes. Yeah, the sing, the sing, you know, it's, it's not just a serial one, Yeah, it's not a serial killer. It's just one murder. Or is we it? don't think it's a serial killer. Dun, dun, dun. Foreshadowing? Not really. Okay. Not really. Uh, so we know her as the Black Dahlia, but her name was Elizabeth Short. Friends call her Beth. 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 Yeah, that's, that's kind of a shitty, like, short uh, name. I, you can go Liz, I Betty. Mean, there's, there's, imagine being named, like, Gertrude L You know Like There's there's worse names out there For sure If you're named Gertrude Wait you gotta go by Trudy That's not a good short name You know mm-hmm. You you get dealt the Gertrude card You're kinda screwed That's not That's not a fun life to play Mm-mm. You change your name Imagine being a child With the name Gertrude That's an old lady's name But you're just Yeah you're a kid You're, you're a five year old kid And how do you like short Like And your name's Tr- Trude Trudy Trudy and your name's Gertrude. That's, Trudy's not bad. But Gertrude is But a, you can't shorten it to like Gert. Or <laughs> you could. Gertie. Gert. Hey, Gert. She sounds like a fucking... Like, like, a, a, like a construction like worker. Like a fucking yogurt. Like Go-Gurt. <laughs> but like you're five years old and you got a, a name of a 90-year-old. Like, you're screwed. Anyways, Elizabeth. But, uh, yeah, Beth. Yeah, not a, not, not, a, not so not bad. A big deal. Now that we really think about it, it's not and so she bad. was she was actually a good looking lady, or I'm a woman, you. young lady. She's twenty two. It's all politically correct. She was a woman when she got killed. She done did not killed. But let's go through all the steps. These goddamn gnats. You know what, Kyle? You're so bad at catching gnats. Just leave it to the professional. Okay, I'll get it later. All right, it'll be in the episode. We're going to give everybody what they want, which is a timeline. Sure is. On Elizabeth Short. So what happened on the morning of January 15th, 1947? She fucking... she. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there, Kyle. So in 1927, the Short family moved, eventually settling in Medford, so, Massachusetts, where Elizabeth Short Were they short physically? Life. No. Okay. Short is the family okay. name. They're not a short family. It's not... Um, okay. What's that show on TLC with all the little people? <laughs> the roll-offs? <laughs> the fucking one where they got the farm know. and shit? It's, uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Why are you... They got like a trebuchet and shit. And yeah. Fucking... <laughs> but then they just like... They adopt all the little kids. It's beautiful. Oh, that's a different show. Oh. There's... Okay, there's multiple shows with little people There's a TLC. bunch of them. My mom used to watch them all. Anyway, a, a different short family. The Elizabeth... Short and Co. Like Martin. Her, so they settle in Bedford, Massachusetts, which is where she spends most of her life. So mm-hmm. her dad, whose name is Cleo, it was a different time in the 20s. Sure was. He built mini golf Fucking courses. Miss Cleo? Miss which Cleo, is tell you, man. A dope ass job. That's a horrible accent. Sorry, guys. But building golf courses is amazing. That's pretty cool. And you get to play him before anybody else. Yeah. You're like, yeah, fuck this. That's awesome. This is the way. Let's put this tree right here and fuck but then, everybody you know, up. But then, you know, in uh, 1929, stock, stock market crash. Yeah, that whole depression so, thing. Uh, Cleo, he, he loses his life savings and he hits rock bottom. So not soon after the stock market crash, Cleo's car is found abandoned by the Charlestown Bridge. 
and he committed suicide by jumping into the Charles River. Okay. So, Elizabeth Short is there. She's six years old. Yeah. Her dad kills himself. Yeah. Uh, she goes from a home to an apartment. Uh, she, she, but also on top of that, she's troubled by bronchitis and asthma attacks. So she go- undergoes lung surgery at age 15. Okay. After that, That's fucking young. Yeah. After that, I can identify with that. Yeah. After which, doctors suggested she relocate to a milder climate in the winter months to prevent respiratory problems. So for the next three years, she would split her time between Medford and Florida until she's okay. about 18. I got some weird... I got weird intel here. I don't know. This is that's off what of, we're all about. Spill it. Well, this is off of a super super reputable source that says peer reviewed. I'm sure super bigly peer reviewed. That says uh, peer reviewed. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Mr. Proper. Um, it says in 42, Short's mother received a letter of apology from her presumed deceased husband, which revealed that he was in fact alive. And stated it started a new life in California. I was getting there. It was a mislead with the suicide thing. He was presumed to have committed suicide. Okay. But thanks for thanks so, for sorry. ruining that. Sorry, I, hard left. I'm sorry, I busted your nut. So before any of that happened, shit. Uh, she dropped out of high school. Then in 1942, she gets the apology letter from her dad saying he started a new life in Cali. Not just Cali, the Bay, son. The- Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. In December, at the age of 18, Elizabeth Short, she relocates to Vallejo, to the hoe. The hoe. To live with her father. You think she knew E40? Probably. Yeah. He's been around that long, right? She didn't know E40, but she knew her. Earl she, Stevens? Yeah. She knew Earl Stevens. Yeah. He's long, a, lo- we'll keep it with the old-timey name. Lovely young gentleman. Yes. My scrilla, my scratch on my paper, you dig? We're all over the goddamn place. It's amazing. Go for it. In December, at the age of 18, Short relocates to, to Vallejo. <laughs> okay. To live with her father, whom she hasn't seen since she was six. So obviously, if your dad commits fucking or allegedly commits suicide at six, and then went thirteen years, well, what the fuck, fifteen, fifteen at six, ah, twelve years later, math is hard. <laughs> twelve years later, he's like, oh yeah, sorry about that. I just like I decided to live in California. How fucking mad would you be? I'd right. be livid. So, like, every night they're getting an argument. So, in December, she moved over there. In January, she got the fuck out. Yeah. That's that's one month, people. Yeah. She didn't last long. Yeah. Okay. So, then she takes a, a job at a base exchange at Camp Cook, which is near Lompoc. Yeah. Uh, that, she lived there place. with several f- friends, including an Army Air Force sergeant who reportedly abused her. Like physically, huh? Yeah. Is that but dickhead major? Obviously, she's looking for some kind of, uh, you know, she's it, got daddy issues uh, and looking oh, for attention, an or, authoritative yeah. figure, probably because her mom was probably too busy working and she had fucking four sisters and had to take care of a family in the twenties. Well, she was a mid, she was the middle child, also. So let's throw that in there too. So she got thrown under, swept under the rug. She was the middle child. They don't yeah. care about the middle children, right? Um, the middle, the middle child. In a nuclear family, 
holds pretty much the whole family together, Did, but gets none of the attention. You ever watch Malcolm in the Middle? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That. If you don't know about it, watch Malcolm yeah. in the Middle. So is it, so, are we talking about this dickhead Major Matthew Michael Gordon Jr.? Not yet. He's not a dickhead. That guy's actually pretty okay, nice. Okay, he's pretty cool. Um, I just saw a picture and was asking. <laughs> so Short would leave Lompoc in mid-1943, and she moves to Santa Barbara. So in Santa Barbara, she actually gets arrested for underage drinking in September. What a heathen. Yeah, she was... Fuck. She was 18 and was drinking. It was during World War Whatever. II. So then the juvenile authority actually sends her back to Medford, Massachusetts. That's However, since it was... Um, September, she actually spends most of her time in Florida because during the winter months, she needs to be in a milder climate. Uh, for why? Her lungs? Yeah, her lungs. I got bronchitis. <laughs> Ain't got nobody the, got time for that. I, I got the itis. <laughs> so she occasionally visits her, her mom and her sisters in Medford. So while she's in Florida, that's when she dates Matthew Michael Gordon Jr., and That's he's an Air Force name. officer, and at this time, you know, the whole World War thing is happening. Mm-hmm. And he actually, he's recovering from a plane crash in India, and he proposes to her in a letter. China, China, Burma. Indian Theater of Operation World War Two. Okay. That's exactly what it's called. However, <laughs> Gordon would actually die in a second plane crash yeah. a week before the surrender of Japan that ends the war. Fuck, that sucks. The week before. <laughs> That's uh, dude. So he crashed one plane. Fine, maybe he had a couple of scratches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like, you know, I'm gonna marry you before I die. Yeah. And then nope. the second crash happens, and he's like, he's like, oh, I'm probably gonna be all right. The first one went pretty good, and he was like, well, we're almost done with the war. Fuck it. Not to mention her, she's been through all this shit, and she finally got, finds a guy she likes, and he seems hey. like pretty much a stand-up dude, and doesn't abuse her. She was a dime Allegedly. piece, dude. She was a dime. Fuck. Top of the line. Dimey dime. Back in, back in the twenties, uh, well, not even in the twenties, right now. Yeah, she, she get it. She got it. She get it. <laughs> so, in July of nineteen forty-six, she relocates to L.A. to visit an Air Force lieutenant that she knew from Florida, whose name is Joseph Gordon Flicking. I I want to say Levitt after that every time. Yeah, but, but this it's, is not no, Third Rock from it, the Sun. It, We're moving on. It's Fickling. 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 He Fickling. was. Stationed in Long Beach. So she actually spends the last six months of her life in the L.A. area. Um, and before her death, she was working as a waitress and rented a room behind the Florentine Gardens nightclub on Hollywood Boulevard. Bow, bow, bow. Out of wood. So on January 9th, 1947. Wait, wait, what happened then? Short returned home after a brief trip to San Diego. Oh, with Robert Manley, a 25-year-old married salesman that she had been dating. That ass. Adultery is not illegal, people. Is it? It's not? It's not illegal. Not even in the 40s. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm pretty sure abortions, in the 40s it wasn't. Yes, illegal yeah. in the 40s. Yeah. Adultery, not really. So well. Manley drops her off at the Biltmore Hotel where she was to meet her sister who was visiting from Boston. So the last place she would have actually seen a lie was a Crown Grill cocktail lounge, which is about a half a mile away from the Biltmore Hotel. Yep. Or point eight eighty kilometers. Or or yeah. Point eight zero yeah. If you want to be exact well, and you want to be all listen, fucking European listen, about it. 
We, sure. We have listeners. Let's start using the fucking metric system. We all have of a listeners that are in Great Britain and out of out of the United States. Eleven percent of our listeners hey, are not in the United States. That's fucking, a significant. That's some of them. I stand corrected. I'm sorry. Point eight kilometers. So, the reason the last time she's seen alive, I state it like that because she dies. She no, she done get killed. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you don't know anything about the Black Dahlia, she did. Real and dead. And she could get it. No, I mean those pictures you show me. Two things we know. <laughs> so on the morning of January 15th, Short's half-naked body was found severed in half. Not just by a mother, by a mother walking her child was found. Yeah, yeah. And she actually, it, she found it at 10 a.m. She initially mistakes the corpse for a discarded store mannequin. Because of the because way it's Because it's posed. so white and it's posed so... Well, it looks it looks super so generic. Perfectly. The super generic, the way that she, that she is posed. Right. I mean, once she realizes the corpse, she's like, "Oh fuck, I gotta go!" Like she's like, Dude. fucking kicks the fucking door down to the neighbor next door and just calls <laughs> like didn't give. She's like, "Hold the fuck on, I'll explain later." And she calls the police. It's verbatim. Okay. That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. We have transcripts, people. She couldn't get through the front door. She threw her fucking daughter through the window, and she yep. climbed through. The daughter broke the window. Like she threw the daughter and it broke the window. Yes. And then she so climbed she through the broken window. Get through. Yes. Because in an emergency, you have to save yourself. Otherwise, yeah, you can't yeah, save yeah. other people. Well, who gives a shit? Like in a plane, they tell you that. You put the mask on yourself first and then your child. So Short's body so, obviously so, severed completely at the waist. He didn't cut her fucking no, it's know, like up and down vertical. Right above your hips. Right, right above your at hips. The waist, right completely at the waistline. Straight in half. And entirely drained of blood. And no blood. There, there. The crazy thing. So she's thing. super, super white. Like think yeah. of the whitest person you know, and then like ten times more than that. Man, depending on the person. Josh obviously. is pretty white, man. But he's got like I don't know. He's got like freckles all over her. Nah, that works. I mean, anyway, she's fucking flawless. Yeah, she's a dying but, piece. I'm telling you, but the there was no blood at the scene either. Like there was, there was a cement sack with watery blood. Yes, but where she was, no, there was, there, they, she was completely cut in half. Yeah. Her body is severed. And it, like whoever, it's close. Put her there. Took their goddamn time because well, it's a vacant lot at the time. Yep. So and medical examiners put her time of death around ten. Like she had been dead for about ten hours. So it's somewhere. Mm -hmm. Between the 14th and the 15th, like around midnight, it's either late on the 14th or early on the 15th. Anyway, yeah. the, the body was also washed by the killer. With gasoline. Gasoline. And her face had been given a Glasgow smile. Yes. Which is a term from Glasgow, Scotland, yeah. where they would cut from the corner of your mm -hmm. mouth to your ear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, so that's a thing. There's a made famous today by Heath Ledger's Joker character. Yeah. There's a there's a hood term for that too. I forgot. Buck fitty. That's a buck fitty. Buck fitty, because uh, it's it, it's somebody that's got cut on the face, slashed mm -hmm. on the face that requires over 150 stitches. Oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. She definitely required stitches. Buck fitty. She ain't getting none. Well, she needed more than stitch. She need she the the facial stitches were the least of her worries. Yeah, yeah. She needed a whole midsection stitch. Yeah, I don't know if stitches were going to fix what was going on there. I don't there. think so. 
She she also had several cuts on her thigh and breast where entire portions of flesh were just cut away. That's gross. Uh, just chunked out. Put it out. in the skin box. <laughs> oh, my God. So Did those, fucking gold member get a hold of her? Put, no, put he it, didn't. Put it in the skin box. <laughs> so the lower half of her body is positioned an entire foot away from the upper half. It and her like, intestines were tucked neatly yeah, un- it, under it, her butt. They're not like hanging out or nothing. No. It's like in like in the, her crevasse. The, the buttocks area. I tell you what, though. Hmm. That lower half was nicely groomed. It was nicely groomed. She had a little landing strip going on, which, and I mean, for the, the 40s? Quite progressive. Progressive. I'm progressive woman. You, she was ahead of her time. Promiscuous? I don't. I don't know. I don't well, think so. I mean, she had a couple of boyfriends, but I don't know. Was I she, don't think she really was promiscuous? Like, like she, she denied a lot of people's sexual advances, so she wasn't, you know. Yeah, she hoe. wasn't like Nelly Furtado, promiscuous girl. No, she wasn't like Nothing that. Like that. She was yeah. more like Nelly Furtado. You know, I'm a bird. That's but it. Fly away. Yeah. Get I don't know where up. my home is. That's exactly what she is. But so the she body, was well groomed. <laughs> She was yeah. a little landing strip. She got besides the on. whole like intestines out. I mean that part. I mean, but you know, when you're men, you can kind of see but what you want to see. Is that really a deal breaker? Is it for most people? <laughs> I think that's a deal breaker. <laughs> so the body was also posed with her hands above her head at right angles, and her legs are spread apart, which is basically. Like a mannequin would be posed. Yeah. 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 Well, in some if, circumstances. If they were it, held up by the police or something. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So near whoop, the body, whoop. they found the, they actually found a heel print next to tire tracks. And they also found that cement sack that had the watery blood. So it was, it was like a, a bag of like quickcrete with fucking blood in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. And they like, like they attempted to solidify it. Right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm moving on to the autopsy now. The autopsy. The autopsy. (laughs) Three hours later. The body was cut in half using a technique that was taught in the 1930s called a hemicorporectomy. That's a word. I'm a pro. You see that? That I even fucking stutter. Yeah, but you looked at me like, did I do that right? I'm going to say it again. There was very little bruising along the incision, meaning... The hemicorporectomy was performed after death. Yeah. Likely. So she was yeah already dead. Yeah. So there's no blood pooling. Right. So right. Moving. So, so, yeah. So it happened post mortem. Yeah. So that would be a fucking horrible way to die. Oh God. Dude, if you just got cut yeah. in half. Oh, we'll listen to how she died. So the skull wasn't fractured, but there was bruising on the front and right side of your scalp, consistent with blows to the head. So the cause of death was determined to be hemorrhaging from the lacerations to the face, the Glasgow smile, and shock from blows to the head and face. Also, she just got beat to death. Right. Also, her anal canal had been dilated 1.75 inches, suggesting she may have been raped. Ladies. The fuck? <laughs> also, I heard from a not-so-peer-reviewed article... That her stomach contained feces, meaning she was forced to eat shit. That we just got real two girls one cup on this whole thing. Yeah, it's that's it's gross. True, it's true crime and it's fucking disgusting. I don't. I'm. I'm but gonna, we make fun of it to I'm make gonna, light of everything, I'm like we do with choose to believe that that topics. one's not true because that 
I mean, this whole thing's fucking gross, but yeah. that's... <laughs> You're the one talking about intestines hanging out doesn't really bother you. Listen, that was a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that was a, we were making light of a situation, Christopher. <laughs> so as far as the investigation goes, they're, they're fucking scrambling because there's no... They're still really scrambling. Nothing, nothing to really go on other than... Okay, he did this hemicorporectomy, which means he's a skilled surgeon. What was that again? Hemicorporectomy. Okay, got it. Um, but while they're doing this investigation, uh, after Short is identified, the reporters at the LA Examiner contacted her mom in Boston and told her their daughter had won a beauty contest. What? So I haven't seen this shit. So what? she, so they tell her that her daughter wins a beauty contest, and then they pried as much personal information as uh, she as what they a could fucking cunt. from her, and they revealed. Then they revealed that her daughter had actually been murdered. So the newspaper offered to pay her airfare and accommodations if she would travel to L.A. to help the police with the investigation, uh, which was yet another ploy, since the newspaper kept her away from police and other reporters. To protect the scoop. That's crazy. The ex- the examiner uh, and the Herald Express later sensationalized the case with one article from the examiner describing the black tailored suit Short was seen wearing as a tight skirt and sheer blouse. Yeah. Like basically a, making her seem like they a They sensationalize hoe. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the media then nicknames her well, the Black Dahlia. Yeah, it says it was sheer movie Blue Dahlia. Blue Dahlia. Yeah, they said it was sheer clothing, so they were just trying to yeah. string her through the mud. And they they uh, also describe her as an adventurous who prowled Hollywood Boulevard. Prowled. And they actually deemed the murder a sex fiend slaying. Mm. Like, so they were trying to twist it. Like she's a promiscuous woman who was careless and blah blah blah. I mean. Blah. She was groomed right. She was groomed right, but I have it on good authority. Are you familiar with the term micropenis? Uh, I'm not personally, but... But your girlfriend is. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. Dude, you knocked that bitch right out of the park. Right out of the park. God damn. Fucking fucking change up, and I was sitting on it. (sighs) Anyway, she had a micro vagina. What? She was like super it's, shallow. It was like a, it was like a uh, a little baby pussy, like a little guy. I got a couple friends that can give her a call. So, yeah, yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. you can't really call her no more. Yeah, and you don't have one of those telephones that has like the separate thing, <laughs> and then you talking to the thing. What are you saying there now? Hello? She. Hello? Operator. Oh, we got it. Operator, got, I want phone number seven. We got an effect for that on our little mixing board here. I don't oh, need to use the God. effect. I'm a fucking professional, Kyle. That effect. Want to use the effect? Do you want to talk about your suspect first? My suspect? Yes. What about my suspect? Do you want to talk? I can we, talk we, about my suspect, which mean, is I a correct suspect. Okay. Well, let's see here. For in 2017. There was a book that came out. Are you still out. working on this? Dude, it's it's <laughs> ridiculous. No, Let the, it go. She died in fucking it, 47. It was a book. It wasn't like a... a, a 70 a, years later, a report, they wrote a book about it. A reporter didn't come out with it or anything like that. There was a book that came out 
um, about the Black Dahlia, and it focused on a sir. Is it a sir? I think it's a sir. Leslie Dillon. Yeah, Chloe, yeah. Leslie, it was whatever. Whatever. Cleo. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie Dillon. He was a bellhop who was a former mortician's assistant. So okay. this guy is also He likes had, dead people. Likes dead people. He's got some skills with a knife, you know, embalming and things like that. His associate, Mark Hansen and Jeff Connors, and First Sergeant Finnis Brown, a lead detective who had links to Hansen. That's a strong name. Finnis. F-I-N-I-S. Finnis Phineas? Finnis Brown. Yeah. Uh, had links to Hansen and was allegedly corrupt. Yeah, there's a lot of corruption in the yeah, L.A. Police Department. For sure. Time. Yeah, and th- this sergeant who was linked to all these guys was corrupt. They're, they're, the writer, Eatwell, her name is, Eaton, she probably eats well. <laughs> uh, Eatwell, she uh, posits that Short was murdered because she knew too much about the men's involvement in a scheme for robbing hotels. So that makes sense. These because she said fucking that. Okay, hang on, keep talking. That yeah, exactly. So there's my chopstick. <laughs> Just like uh, Karate Kid. Miyagi. Fuck it. Let's leave it alone. I'm getting distracted here. Keep talking. So the guys, uh, Jeff Hansen and Jeff Connors, they were linked in this hotel robbing scheme, which they basically worked at the hotels, but they were ended up they were siphoning off money. They would uh, pose as maids and well, what you know, it'd be like, oh, we need to replace the carpet, and they'd come in and be like, oh yeah, we replaced the carpet, but they didn't really do anything. Well, no, kind of like money laundering, but you're just fucking taking it. Well, kind of that, but they would go in and steal people's shit. Oh, they, they would like. Oh. They would act like housekeeping. Yes, yeah. They would oh, go. Your stuff's got, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. So there was this whole robbing scheme. They would do that and siphon money off of the hotel itself, off the tills and stuff. Because I mean, there's it it's wasn't, the 40s. There wasn't cameras. There wasn't shit. So they'd yeah. be able to take the money. Um, the writer also further suggests that Short was killed at the Astor ho- uh, Hotel Motel in Los Angeles, which. Uh, was where a lot of these guys worked and uh what you call it they she had the in on it and she Did was they have like down. blood all over the fucking room too yes thanks for ruining sorry so i'm sorry no it's okay i'm sorry i, I it, read about this we're even have you seen this have we are even. about this <laughs> we are even okay <laughs> so uh there there was a room that it was covered up though it was crazy um where is it Oh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So they cleaned it up. There the or, the owners reportedly finding one of their rooms covered in blood and fecal matter, which also goes with your reports of being oh, raped. Shit. Well, eating shit, being raped, and having her anus dilated. Uh, however, much. did they say how much was it? One like, point seven five. What, dude? That guy has some girth to him. Inches? That guy has some girth. Bro. <laughs> Man. What was? Call the casting <laughs> crew. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Anyways. 1.75 inches. Man had some girth. You find a ruler. <laughs> Why does it have a mark on it at, at three <laughs> inches, Kyle? God damn it. Anyways. The whole room was covered in blood and fecal matter on the morning of short uh, on the morning that Short's body was found. The examiner stated 
it, the medical examiner, I guess, or the newspaper, the examiner, stated in 1945 that L.A. Police Chief William A. Wharton denied that the Flower Street, parentheses, Astor Motel had anything to do with the case. Although a rival newspaper, the Los Angeles Herald, claimed that the murder took place there. Oh, so they're just running around trying to fucking get the scoop, and they're just... Well, no, I... It happened over here, like... No, I think... I think everybody had the scoop, but I think the examiner was in the pockets of the police because it was on, it was uncovering police and uh, police corruption. Oh, they okay. were just letting this hotel right. robbing scheme slide, uh-huh. and they they were in on it. Well, they, probably the money was going to some police officers. Yeah, know. exactly. It was coming to the police that officers, makes sense. and they were just letting it happen. So I think that this examiner was contacted by the police and was like. Eh, you better not say anything, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, it claimed that the murder took place there. Eatwell, whatever. Eatwell's working on a— Eatwell, finish well. The The author of this book is working on a documentary that's going to be supposed to come out last year in 2018, so it's probably out already, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen it. But it was—there was also a mysterious— uh, a mysterious— disappearance linked to that so one of the one of the writers or the publishers or whatever ended up going missing after they posted this after the los angeles herald uh, had broke the story they ended up going missing and they never fucking found him and that's yeah (laughs) it's like a bunch of gray-haired fucks just like grabbed (laughs) yeah (laughs) you're never gonna take us down You know but, too much. You pry too much. Exactly. But in this circumstance, Dylan, the bellhop, was just a patsy. Kind of like how uh, we believe Lee Harvey, Lee Harvey Oswald, Oswald was a patsy. He's just a patsy that... Uh, yeah, finish that before I pour this D. Glenn Livid. There we go. Yeah. That's fucking good. I highly recommend Highland Park 12. It's a fantastic yes. whiskey. And now we're opening the D. Glenn Livid 15. A little bit older. Anyways, but... They they played him as a patsy. The the police had they probably had something on him, and they didn't want him to. They they had something on him, and they didn't want him uh, spilling the beans, or they they were blackmailing him right, some sort. And they were like, "Hey, this is gonna happen." Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But we established here that Dylan had a piece, so I don't feel too bad for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of. The, the corruption and the hotel scheme that the the police were running, if she ended up knowing too much, if she was going from hotel to hotel being this vagrant that the media was trying to portray her as, yeah. she would end up hearing about something, you yeah, know what I mean, exactly. along the line. Right. And if she knew too much about this scheme and she was going to out the police officers or go to the FBI or somebody else about mm-hmm. it, they had to deal with it, right? And they just happened to see but her I this mean, one fucking cut her in half, and like and make all it a that shit? but make it something weird. You know what I mean? Like I don't. You could be make more. Make it dis- seem like some freak thing that they could have never done. Or Dylan was just a crazy fuck and raped her and did all Maybe this they stuff. Were like get rid of her, and he just and he's took like, away yeah, from her. like dude, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like now we gotta cover this doing? mess. God damn it! Exactly. Just shoot her. <laughs> yeah, just get rid of her. But. The, having the the blood and the fecal matter, which recounts well, not recounts, which reaffirms all the points that you made up when the medical examiner got a hold of her, mm-hmm. it's kind of 
too good to be true. Yeah. So, what do you got? I got a... Because this is the right one. I don't know what you're talking about. This makes complete sense. I got a Mr... Oh, I'm sorry. Dr. George Hodel. Fuck a doctor. MD. MD? And I'm going to just give you a little background. First of all, this motherfucker looks like if Nikola Tesla and Walt Disney had a baby, he's fucking beautiful. He's an... Although he is an asshole... And he's probably the a very evil motherfucker, but how? Okay, how devilishly handsome and an excellent speaking voice. How did you get those two and combine them? Does he actually look like that, or he does? He does. Let me show you a picture. I'll show, take the time out a, from the show. Show me a fucking show picture. You a picture. Here, I can Google it. Just yeah, keep, keep yeah. going. What you're doing? I got okay, a computer. You Google. Yeah, Go you got it. a computer. Okay. So, he's born in 1907. So yeah. he's significantly older than Elizabeth Short, obviously. Mm-hmm. What's his first name again? George. George. George Hodel, H-O-D-E-L. I, I know how to spell that. So I forgot his first name. He's well-educated, highly intelligent. He actually scored a 186 on a high, like an early <laughs> IQ test. Right? Just, right? Just <laughs> Tesla and Walt Disney had a baby. <laughs> he's a beautiful you. man. <laughs> He looks just like it. It's so great. he scores a 186 on an IQ test, and he was a musical prodigy as well. Okay. So he played solo piano concerts at the L.A. Shrine Auditorium. Even composer Sergei Reichmaninoff. You were doing so good. I, uh, you said whatever fuck. that fucking word was that you had, that autopsy thing in the jig. Even, the, even composer Sergei came to his house to hear him play. Yeah, yeah. So I'll call him Romanoff for now. Like uh, We'll never see him again, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Hodel, he graduates high school at age 15. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to Caltech University in Pasadena. He was forced to leave the university after one year due to a sex scandal involving a professor's wife. And it's not the only instance. In 1928, Hodel was in a common law marriage with a woman named Amelia, then had a son, Duncan. In the 1930s, Hodel was legally married to a model from San Francisco, Dorothy Anthony, that and had a daughter, Tamar. So where? So he has two wives. You're getting to it. I don't want to step on your toes. Right. Again. Go for it. In 1932, Hodel graduates from Berkeley pre-med. Then he receives his medical degree from UCSF in no, 1936. Wait. Where did uh, Steve He's Hodel? Born later. Okay. Once establishing success in his medical practice... Hodel became enamored with the dark side of surrealism. Okay. So with the young men of the Hollywood scene, Hodel shared the fondness for partying, inebriation, and skirt chasing. Chasing mm-hmm. broads. That's it. Fuck bitches. Get drunk. Drinking beers. Yeah. Beers, beers, beers. Yeah, bomb. <laughs> so in nineteen forty five, Hodel purchases the Swoden House. This Which sounds is familiar. It's act. It's a house. It was built by uh, uh, Lloyd Wright, son of architect okay. yeah, Frank yeah. Lloyd Wright. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been registered as a L.A. landmark. Um, Hodel was effectively a polygamist in this large house. Whoop whoop. So good and, for him, <laughs> dude. He, like I'm saying, he was a handsome man, and he just had a way with work, musical prodigy, but he used it. In fucked up way, like you know, he's a genius. Well, what he did, he 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 looked okay. He was a nice looking man, and he would just play whatever he played and be like, "Come here, let me play something for yeah, you." And he'd play it, and they would just melt. He's not just tickling ivories. He's tickling his pinkies. Po- 
Pussy. Pussy. So he's a polygamist, obviously. So in the late 40s, he was living in the house with his three wives and five children. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, he was also prone to taking a series of temporary lovers. Not okay. just the three wives, but yeah. also like. Because three is not enough. Other, you, you know, know, fucking skanks on the side. So multiple witnesses later suggested that uh, there was a relationship between Hodel and Short. Okay, so she was one of the fucking skanks on the side. Uh, allegedly. But she was also um, dating married men already anyway. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, We've established Robert this. We Manley. know this. Yeah, we know this. We've heard about this. So, Hodel first came under suspicion for murder in 1945. Okay. Which is before Short died. So, he had another... So, well. his secretary, Ruth Spaulding, died by a drug overdose. Mm-hmm. He was present when Spalding overdosed and had burnt some of her papers before the police were called. The case was dropped owing lack of evidence, but documents were later found indicating Spalding would was about to publicly accuse Hodel of intentionally misdiagnosing patients and billing them for lab tests, medical treatment, and prescriptions that weren't even needed. Because there's a lot of like little scams and schemes yeah. and stuff, you yeah. know, right? Well, That's kind I of mean, the, the police were corrupt. The 40s. I mean, shit was happening. Making money. Well, I mean, you figured broads, during this time, drunk, during this time, party, <laughs> life's a party, party and bullshit and party. That was George Hodel's life with three wives. Sounds amazing. Five children, a room in the house that nobody was allowed in except for him. Sex dungeon. I'm assuming. Okay. It's like Mr. Gray. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but uh, go ahead. I so, forgot where I was going. Other motive was to protect, ver- like when he killed his secretary, mm-hmm. or allegedly when his secretary overdosed, the other motive for him to kill her was to protect various valuable secrets he had obtained about police and politicians from clients for his illegal abortion services. Oh, yeah. So he was so just an illegal ass doctor, he was an just fucking sticking a coat hanger up in there. Yeah, co- well, it's probably, I mean, he probably wasn't doing coat hanger. He's a genius, medical genius. Also, he attended medical school in the 30s, which also cooperates with the hem or whatever the fuck I said. I don't, don't have the word in front of me, so I can't pronounce it. <laughs> you had it? Did you have When it? you cut bitches in half <laughs> that they taught in the 30s. Did you have it spelled out phonetically? Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> so at about this time, you cut pitches and <laughs> Ho- so at about this time, Hodel left briefly for China, where he had earlier worked with the United Nations Relief and Rehabilitation Administration. Okay. So and th- those events first ca- became public in 2004. Then in late 1949, Hodel's daughter Tamar, who he had with the model from San Francisco, that sounds like a slut's name. She accused him of incestuous sexual abuse. Despite Inclu- his his dad. She Yeah, her accused dad, her dad. Right. Yeah. She accused her dad of incestuous sexual abuse. Is that abuse. where the like the, the daddy father porn came from? <sighs> Stuff like that. From the fourth you know, like this that's a crazy like stepdad thing. Like what the fuck is I going on? I just don't want to get into you know, I I don't have time to unload that fucking baggage right okay. now. Okay. I, I I We'll could, let you I, guys think about that on your own. I couldn't. Anyway, so she accuses him of sexual abuse, 
despite three eyewitnesses testifying that they had seen Hodel have sex with Tamar, he was acquitted in December of 1949. Yes. Fucking eyewitness testimony. At that point, all... And they're like, nah. Yeah, at that point, all she has to say is like, yeah, this was non-consensual. Well, because it's... It's also hearsay, and it was a different time when people didn't really believe anything women said. Well, women and were... And he's a doctor, and he's doing all this work at a free VA clinic, which is where he allegedly met yeah. Short. And... Women were less than citizens at this time. VA clinic. Jesus Christ. Yeah. VD clinic. Yeah, that's it. My bad. Is yeah. that what children are now? Not VD? veterans. Venereal disease. Is that what? Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. You were actually correcting yourself. Yes, I thought, yes, thought I, you were making a joke. No, no, I fucked I was up. It's like, is that, is that what children are? Or VD? Is so, that why he's giving them abortions? So them after VD? after he is acquitted, then Hodel comes to police attention as a suspect because they're like, oh, wait a minute, we got this doctor, and he's wait also a second, an obvious sexual deviant. And he allegedly had, you know, contact with Short. This so, sounds like it's so easy that Professor Bar Brady, or Officer Bar Brady, could have yeah. put it together. So, uh, suspected sex criminals in the area were being investigated first, and it had come out in the trial that uh, Tamar had allegedly claimed that her father was a Dahlia killer in the trial. What? So, Hodel's medical degree also aroused the suspicion, uh, you know, with the surgical skill and everything. Mm-hmm. So at least eight witnesses claimed firsthand knowledge of a 46 relationship, 1946 relationship yeah. between Short and Hodel. Then back in L.A. from China, because he came back. Yeah, yeah. So I'm following you. Right. The full the full details of the investigation came to light in 2004 when the George Hodel Black Dahlia file was discovered in a vault in the L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, D.A. office. Um. So okay, so he had. Yeah, what the fuck's her name? Tom, Tom, Tamar, Tamar. So Tamar says it, and then you're getting to something. Go for it. So the file revealed that in 1950, Hodel was a prime suspect for the Dahlia murder. Yeah. His private Hollywood residence was electronically bugged by an 18-man uh, task force during the period of February 15th to March 17th of 1950. Mm-hmm. The transcripts of the conversations revealed Hodel's. Uh, references to performing illegal abortions, giving payoffs to law enforcement officials, and his possible involvement to the deaths of the secretary and Elizabeth Short. And there's a quote from the transcript, but I, for some fucking reason, didn't put it down. So the quote is, supposing I, this is, this is what. Oh, he talks like a 40s. Supposing I did kill him. Well, this is literally verbatim. This is what they have written down. Supposing I did kill the Black Dahlia. They they couldn't prove it now. They can't talk to my secretary because she's dead. That's a f- yeah okay. He said that he was linked she's to dead. He was linked to the murder of his secretary. And this is so okay. This this all came out, and this is coming from those uh, coming from those reports. It's also coming from his fucking son. Not to mention. I forgot her fucking name again. Tamar, his daughter. Mm -hmm. It's coming from his son and his daughter. His son also came out and implicated his father. And his son was a a crime writer who linked his father to a different murder. Oh, yeah. Steve Hodel. Yeah, Steve Hodel 
the son of George Hill Odell. He, he became close with his father at the end mm-hmm. of his life. But when he, he came back to the United States because uh, in 1946. No, in 1950, when they were about to arrest him for the murder, he actually left to the Philippines and started a new family there. Oh. And then he comes back in ni- and dick. He comes back in 1990 without charges ever even being filed. Yeah. And, and so so Steve reunites with his dad in yeah. 1990, becomes very close with him. After he dies, he's like, I'm going to prove that he's not the killer because obviously his half-sister and his brother mm-hmm. think that he is. Well, and yeah. he was a homicide detective for LAPD for 30-something years. Yes, 30 fucking years homicide so detective. So he's like, I'm going to prove he's not. And then he just keeps finding shit, and he's like, well, actually. Yeah, and then he ends up coming out and implicating his father, saying that, citing that his training as a surgeon and other circumstantial evidence, along with the wiretap saying, supposing I did kill the Black Dahlia, he just kind of puts it all together and was like, it's i mean it's all circumstantial though like if you were a prime suspect in a murder you'd be like even if i did so they couldn't fucking prove it now because my fucking secretary died if he would have just said she died instead of she's dead yeah she's dead but obviously he was being bugged and yeah well i mean that too it's it everything's circumstantial because there was other things that came out as soon as it, I think it was a week later. Let me see. I got, I got it fucking here. Um, I think it was a week later that the LAPD had received a... Uh, on January 21st, 1947, a person claiming to be Short's killer placed a phone call to the office of James Richard, the editor of The Examiner, the same newspaper that said... That mm-hmm. that hotel wasn't that was covering shit. That up, that they basically. said yeah the hotel wasn't congratulating Richardson on the newspaper's coverage of the case and stated that planning uh, he's planning on eventually turning himself in but not before allowing police to pursue him further. Um, they got this letter and all of that jazz and they figured that there would be something on it. Nope, that had been cleaned with gasoline too. So how? <laughs> He's cleaning everything in gasoline. Like, there's a little bit of danger that goes into that, no? Well, I don't think like, they had much choice. Well, when that. it's like it papers ga- and shit, it's gasoline or kerosene. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, what are you yeah. doing? It. I don't think they had like 90 percent isopropyl alcohol back in the 40s. They I might think have. They did. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Are they gonna use peroxide? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Um, I don't think they had much to to clean off fingerprints back in the day besides like scrubbing it you know what i mean yeah elbow grease yeah exactly but then after that on january 24th a suspicious manila envelope was discovered by a u.s postal service worker the envelope had been addressed to the los angeles examiner and the other los angeles papers that's what it said and other los angeles papers Mm -hmm. with individual words that had been cut and pasted like fucking Serial killer shit, like right, like cut and pasted from like magazines, almost and like a president newspaper, president. yeah, newspaper clippings and stuff, and put on there. And it in in the envelope, those things said, "Here's the black dahlias," or "Here's the dahlias' belongings." Oh fuck yeah! yeah. They had like all of her shit. Here's the dahlias' belongings. A letter to follow the 
Envelope contained Short's birth certificate, business cards, photographs, names written on a piece of paper, and an address book with the name Mark Hansen embossed on the cover. So if that guy wasn't questioned, I don't know what the fuck LAPD is doing. <laughs> Not that Hansen, thank oh. you. Uh, the packet was carefully cleaned with gasoline as well, mm-hmm. similar to Short's body, which led the police to suspect the packet had been sent directly by her killer. Despite the efforts to clean the packet, several partial fingerprints were lifted off the envelope and sent to the FBI for testing. So, however, the prints the prints were compromised from the time that they were sent from LAPD to the FBI, <sighs> which. Fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they were compromised, so something had happened where somebody touched the shit, and it was just all over the place. Um, and the same day, a packet. Or is that part of the corruption in LAPD? It could very well be because, as we know, there's implications on her being murdered because of the LAPD mm-hmm. corruption. Right. Um. So it 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 could be. Um. But the LAP or the examiner received a handbag and a black suede shoe were reported to have been just one shoe well just one one black suede shoe it was they reported that it was found on the alley a short way from about uh, what is it two miles away from where her body was found mm-hmm. on top of a trash can um it was a black dress like you described it mm-hmm. or not as it's kind of like, like a, a pant suit yeah exactly yeah. it wasn't pant but it was a skirt it was oh. like a skirt suit type thing yeah and she had a jacket and stuff yeah. and a suede shoe was found on top of it that had also been cleaned by gasoline mm-hmm. and left there. Um, and the gasoline wiped everything and destroyed all the fingerprints so they yeah. couldn't find anything. But that goes into actually kind of both of our points. They It's all circumstantial. They couldn't pin down Hold, was it Holdo? Holden? Hodor? Hodor. Hordor, like Hodel, yeah, Hodel. yeah, Hordor, like uh, I'm just ready for I Game of Thrones. Sauron, so um, <laughs> they uh, they couldn't pin it to him because all the fingerprints, fingerprints, all the fingerprints have been fucked thoroughly yeah. by gasoline, and then right. that one incompetent fuck that sent it off to the FBI and touched all the shit yeah. and screwed everything up. Um, but that also plays into what I'm saying mm-hmm. is. The LAPD was very corrupt, and she knew something mm-hmm. about the LAPD, their money laundering schemes, them uh You know who stealing? else knew something about that kind of stuff? Uh, Mr. Holden. Hodel's secretary. Hodel. Who, who mysteriously had a drug overdose. That bitch dead. But here's my thing. Why would he kill his secretary in a drug overdose and then kill Short so fucking violently? Uh, like why wouldn't he just drug overdose well, her like if you have one mode that worked would you do it, it again should, or is he such a genius that well, he's because, like I gotta make it look so different well because if, so that I'm not a suspect if you went with another drug overdose and he was already a suspect in his secretary's yeah. murder that would be super fucking suspicious wait this bitch died of a drug overdose but too he, he is a smart dude yeah so he did something completely opposite of just like oh she did it on her own right. no this bitch got killed you know what I mean, but either way, both of them just get killed. She got fucking. She got her quadra, face sliced quadra, and then bashed in the fucking head. Quadriplectomy, whatever. Hemicorporectomy. Mm, hemicorporectomy. That's it. 
That means you got sliced in your hemisphere, motherfucker. It's, it's hemicorporectomy, <laughs> colon, cutting bitches in half. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. Yeah, or yeah. part of the it's colon. It's going to be now. Yeah. Um, but e- both of the theories that we're going at, that we're arguing, why was it so malicious? Why... Why was she fucking cut in half? Why did she have a Glasgow smile? Why was she beat to death? Like, if you're trying to kill somebody, you usually try to do it as efficiently as possible. You shoot them, you stab them, you do something like that. You Get don't, it over with. You don't cut their face and then beat the shit out of them. You want them to know she, they were dying. Like, she didn't die right Like when no. it happened. I mean, Obviously, also, the thing is, if it was Hotel, gives her the Glasgow smile, she's probably screaming and whatever mm-hmm. in that room that nobody's allowed to go into so mm-hmm. he just like bashes her fucking head in until she dies or was the room soundproof i'm assuming it was to some extent or was he like a fucking psycho yeah well i mean that's uh part of what happens with genius right you start to kind of go You're, crazy you, you get crazy because nobody else is on right. the same intellect as but you but i are. mean there's crazy hotel where you cut bitches in half and there's crazy like Kanye West. Where you're just bipolar? Yeah, I was going to say this crazy Einstein where you just stick your tongue out all the time. Or uh, just for one photo. Well, I mean, I Kanye is actually crazy. I don't know if he's much of a genius. He's a musical genius. He's not crazy. He's sick. God damn it. No, he got the bu- He got the Kardashian bug is what happened. That's true. Um, but it, You know what you do? You cheat on him. That that works yeah, sometimes. Tristan got not out Not really. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's still stuck in there. <laughs> But it, it's, it it's cr- so crazy that it, if this is a police cover up, if they're covering up police corruption, then she must have knew a lot of shit. She had to know something crazy, and the police were like, "We have to make this so outlandish that they are gonna know it's not us, or they're gonna they're they're like, yeah, there's no way that this is linked to police corruption. Mm-hmm. Like the police would have just probably like sunk her at the bottom of a river or some shit like that, or yeah. shot her." Or had her just murdered. But here's the other thing that I don't understand. If it is Hodel, why the Glasgow smile? Because at that time, it's from S- Scotland mm-hmm. or or somewhere well, in, the, did, in the UK. Wasn't he? In, it was kind of widespread. Wasn't he in Europe? Or was that his kid that was he, in Europe? He was Eastern European. Okay. So he was like Russian or something. His shit. parents were like, uh, like Baltic oh, okay. area, right? Uh, which I mean is why he looks the way he looks. Yeah, like fucking Nikola Tesla and Walt Disney had yeah, a baby. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, but yeah. but yeah, anyway, Glasgow smile. Why you were yeah, saying because do- he was from Eastern Europe? It doesn't make sense if he's if he was born in the United States. His parents are both from. I mean, maybe yeah. through his. Uh, well, LAPD he, connections. He knew some Irish guys or whatever. He was a genius. Maybe he wasn't acting alone. Did you get it? No. I thought away. you finally got one. Fucking on the motherfucker. Pod, no. God damn it. That's okay. We're trying to get them nats. <laughs> anyway. Connections uh, to LAPD. Fuck George Hodel. Dude's a dick either way. If he did it, if he didn't hey, do it. Hey, how about fuck LAPD? How about that? They. Kill, how about how about it? They killed her. They beat the shit out of Rodney King. Like Dude. you know, like LAPD is fucked up. Like fuck them. I think LA, LAPD did it, dude. Fuck them motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. I 
Got that motherfucker. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. God damn it. You suck. Did you get it? <laughs> don't, don't tell me you just got it. No, I didn't. Okay, it. good. I don't think I did. All right. We're out of here. LAPD did it. LAP did it? Yeah, nah, yeah. George Hodel did it. No, fuck but that. what we have to remember is Elizabeth Short. She yeah. was a person. She's not just a black Dahlia. A well-groomed person. She, oh, she's a good-looking lady. Dime, I mean, if dime. you're a young man you're looking for a lady, just hope to God she's half the woman Elizabeth Short was. She was a dime piece, but in the end, she was two nickels. <laughs> <laughs>